news is one of the most insightful businesswomen that I know. Sarah is absolutely amazing. Sarah's wisdom, enthusiasm, and positive outlook on life motivates me to be a better person. Her ability to see the very best in people is just awesome. Sarah's coaching and mentoring inspired me to become an entrepreneur. What an inspiration. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host, who's my husband, Adam. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? Great. Good. I love it. I love this time with you. Always fun. It is. Like, if this could be our full-time job and I could just sit across the table from you and talk to you, that'd be my favorite ever. It would be great. (laughs) Yes, but... Maybe I could golf more. Well... (laughs) <laughs> if you okay yeah you could golf more okay but instead i mean this is date night tonight it is yeah our date nights have turned from chips and salsa to podcasts and talking about people doesn't get any better it's awesome so fun so today we have don barton on our show which you know how much i love her she's great and the first time i ever was exposed to her was you were on the podcast with her mm-hmm. and uh getting to see you both in action both on the same path and uh and killing it. Yeah, she's amazing. So she's a self-appointed joyologist. She's helping others to find joy through hardship, easy shit, pain, good health, career, family, and even the monotony of everyday living. She has such an incredible story and I was lucky enough to read part of her story. She's written a book and it's not out yet, so I felt really lucky and within the first 3 pages, I was like this book is going to be a bestseller. She's incredible. Like she, God has anointed her with writing. Um, and her story is incredible because despite the pain of losing a child, divorce, rape, stage three cancer, and so much more, she finds joy in everyday life. And what I love about her is how she's come alongside me and really encouraged me and helped me. And we've been able to bounce ideas off of each other. And our friendship started via Instagram. Yeah, I can remember she came to Bowling Green and you told me what you were doing and it was the first time I ever heard the phrase Insta friend. Insta friend. Was she your first Insta friend? I think she was. Um, And I don't remember if I reached out to her or she reached out to me, but we are on similar paths. Our stories are different, but we're both, um, you know, business owners and writing. Our, Our big thing was talking about writing books and how to do all of that. And yeah, it was like instant friendship from Instagram. How cool is that? It is super cool. I don't think I have an Insta friend. Oh, I need to look for one. Will somebody be Adam's <laughs> Insta friend? Don, maybe you could be Adam's Insta friend. He, oh, no, you know you no. You know what? I can't let Don be your Insta friend because Don thinks you're very good looking. <laughs> <laughs> so, Don, back away. She's just full of joy. She's full of joy. <laughs> she sees the joy in your beautiful face and that brings her joy. <laughs> Maybe this podcast is going in a different direction. Anyways, Don Barton, she's incredible, amazing, has an awesome story. So let's pop over and listen to Don Barton. I am so excited. Don, how are you today? I am wonderful. I think I'm more excited than you are to be here, though. No way. Not with, I mean, you are the joyologist. Girl, I am lucky to have you. And we have a very unique friendship because 
we like online dated, right? <laughs> we did. When people say, how did you meet? We met online yeah. and it wasn't match.com, was it? It, it was it, Instagram. It was. Well, I just saw your joy and really just your love of life and then started to get to know your story and who you were and knew that you and I shared a lot of common interests as far as entrepreneurship and what we were wanting to do. And so we just kind of teamed up and have since been sharing all that we've been doing together and helping each other, which is awesome. Yeah, it was a little bit of love at first sight. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so for our listeners who have not met you, um, you have such an amazing story. But first, I want you to introduce yourself and tell us who you are. Oh, my goodness. That's such a complex question, isn't it? <laughs> yes. I am a mom. I am a wife. I am even a grandmother. Our mm-hmm. girls are 17 years apart. So our firstborn has three kids. Wow. And, um, but I am an entrepreneur. And I think I am just a lover of women mm. and their capacity for greatness, mm. honestly. Love that. Way, way mm-hmm. to sum it up. That is so cool. And you know what? You get that vibe following you on Instagram and Facebook. You just love life. Love life. So tell me, um, you, are, you have given your name the joyologist. Can you explain what that means? Oh, okay. I, I don't ever really tell this story, but I'll tell you the story behind it. So, um, I was in, uh, I had been in sales for 30 some odd years and the last 10 of it, I have been in direct sales. I was a top producer in direct sales and taking a leap of faith to leave direct sales. I was talking to a friend of mine, really looking for validation that somebody to, to tell me that I wasn't completely crazy. And when I was talking to her, um, and talking to her about this book I was going to write and she goes, ah, you're a joyologist. That's what you are from now on. Put it on everything. And I said, what? She said, yeah, you're a joyologist. Just put it on everything. Joyologist. Don Barton, joyologist. I love it. That is wonderful. Yes. Yes. Well, and it's so much stuck, you know, because I know you now as the joyologist and it's just a funny word, but it's so truthful in, you know, who you are. Okay. So I'm going to back up from joyologist because you just went past a very important part. You were in direct sales and you left that making a very healthy income to take a huge leap of faith. Can you share that with us? Sure. I was, uh, I was the number seven sales director in a multi-billion dollar direct selling company. And I loved what I did. I mean, with a passion, it was my life. I loved it. All of my closest friends were a part of it. Loved it. And one night I had a dream and you always get a little nervous telling people this story because you sound a little cuckoo, you know, (laughs) and I had a dream and I just felt God saying, you're going to write a book. This is what it's called. This is your chapters. And, and woke up the next day and was like, nah, I'm not your girl. (laughs) I barely read much less, right? I'm not your girl. And you know, I just, I don't know where. Um, those listening are on their faith, but it's one of those things when he wants you to do something, he kind of is bossy about it. Mm -hmm. So it just came up over and over and over. And I started, you know, uh, it started stirring in my soul. And I knew that I knew that I knew that he was saying, take a leap of faith with me, take a leap of faith with me, leave all that you are safe with, Mm -hmm. take a leap of faith to write this book. And it, it was a giant leap, but it was, and it was scary and it was hard and I cried a lot yeah. and I thought 
people thought I was crazy, so I was self-conscious, and and it was exactly what I was supposed to do. Mm, I love that because that just is faith right there. I mean, that's the definition of faith is just, you know, counting on the Lord to just carry you through it because people will, if you don't have faith, then you sound crazy because you're like, I'm leaving something where I was number seven. I mean, number seven to going in blindly to something that you had no idea what the outcome would be. But when you hear your name called and God has a direct plan for what you have to do, you have to follow it. It, Let's be clear that 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 leap of faith Mm -hmm. and knowing that it's a God calling does not automatically take away fear. It doesn't give you this, this, uh, you know, confidence beyond all understanding right. or anything like that. I had all the stuff. I had all of the insecurities. Yeah, I had it all. So mm, yeah, it was a I giant like leap, okay, a hard so, leap. Yeah. Oh, a hard leap. How do yeah. you get past that? So for our listeners, a lot of them are sitting there thinking, I want to do this, or here's the stirring, or here's the thing that keeps coming up. But where a lot of people get stuck is the take action piece, the saying, hey, I'm turning in my notice. Hey, I'm going to do something different or, Hey, I'm going to go this way instead of this way. How, how do you, how did you do that? Take action. Okay. I've heard it. I feel it in my soul, but what was the point that you're like, okay, I'm done with this and I'm on to this. So, you know, God's so good because he gives you different lessons that you need along the way. Mm-hmm. And my final year before I left, um, indirect sales, I took my team from producing $383,000 in sales to over a million dollars in sales in one year. It was a wow. massive leap. And, you know, it's one of those record-breaking types of leaps. Right. And I knew that I knew I wanted to do this. And during that year, it was a year that wasn't, hey, let's rally at the end. This was a 12 months of focused when it didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And I love the saying that God can move mountains, but don't be surprised when he throws you the shovel. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew, yeah, I knew that I had the shovel all the time. So in order for um, my actions to be abundantly blessed, I had to, you know, dig with the shovel. So I had to do the actions. I couldn't just sit there and let's be right. real. Very few times is character built on the sofa, which is a darn shame because I can do some so Netflix. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I can I could throw back a few series on some Netflix with yes. some chips and some and some chocolate. Yes. But I know that the rewards always come in, especially when I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. I tell myself one thing, just move. Right. And for me in my head, that means that means just either physically move because there's that physical movement will take you out of the place of this is hard. Yeah. And, and I don't mean go run a marathon because this girl does not know, <laughs> like Google me, you'll see like, no, <laughs> not a fitness person. And, but I know that movement changes those things. So in those every single day, knowing that I needed to take action, mm-hmm. it was, just, it may not be, it was just like, Dawn, just move one just move. little thing. Yeah. 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 So for, I didn't know how to write a book. So it, it started with Googling. Yeah. How do you write a book? Mm-hmm. And and then the next step, I knew that if I was going to write a book, I I needed to build a brand. I needed that before I went to publishers, they are going to see, you know, does she have a brand? Does she have a website? Does she have a presence on social media? I knew instinctively that I did need to build those things. Mm-hmm. And I looked at ones that I liked. I asked who they used. Um, I just, I became a bit of an investigator, but more than anything, I just took action. Just one little thing. Yeah. 
Yep. I love that because that's what it takes. And you hit on it so well. And actually in the book that I've written, I talk about those small daily deposits. It's not every day that you're like, wow, I did this. And then, wow, I did this. If you're waiting for that, it never happens. It is those small daily deposits. And then you look back. Some days it doesn't feel like anything, but you look back and you think, wow, look how far I've come. And I love that you've done this. Okay. So um, tell us everything that you are doing. I mean, it's all wrapped up, but you're a writer, you're an author. What all encompasses that? Because building a brand is a whole other animal, right? So what's going on with all of that? I will tell you, it is a world I knew nothing about. And as a matter of fact, as I was going through it, I said, I, if anybody ever has any questions about writing books in this world, I'm going to tell everyone everything because this is so hard. Yes. Uh, it wasn't what I thought it was. So my vision of somebody writing a book was that you write a book, then you print it, and then you, you know, you put it together with some twine, you know, like you have it like, and then you have, you mail out a whole bunch of those. Right. And the reality is that is not how it works. So, you know, there's the whole world of self-publishing and publishing. So I took a lot of time to research those two avenues, which way did I want to go? And um, I, I didn't realize you had to do this thing called a book proposal. So imagine for a business, how you create a proposal, you know, when you want to propose a business to, you do the same thing for a book, you create a book proposal and then that book proposal and getting agents and getting, um, it is such a relationship business. I was really surprised. It is a, who do you know? Yes, um, so and if somebody much. tells you it isn't, there it is not true. It They're is lying. You know, they are lying to you. <laughs> and uh, that's why yeah. we teamed up really is because, yeah. I mean, we're both like, how do we do this? And then we realize right. quickly oh, it's who you know, and it's how well yeah. you know them, and is it a genuine relationship, or do they think you're after something? So it's, uh, it gets very hairy and sticky, yeah. and there's a lot of, quote, coaching and mentoring that costs uh -huh. some money, too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I did. I, um, my, thankfully, I, you know, I had done well in what I had done before, and I had a little bit of, of leeway to do things right, as I say. I was able mm -hmm. to I hired an editor to work with me all the way through then at the end, rather than the end, because right. honestly, when she, when she edited my first chapter, I just thought she was horrid. Mm. I thought, how dare you? Do you even know your business lady? <laughs> like what is wrong with you that you come back with all red marks on my stuff? This yes. is terrible. Yes. And, but it was, she made me 10 times the writer. And then I knew that I had to have a, a grown up website. So I was going to be putting out you know, a few thousand dollars to have that kind of website. I needed to do some real branding, some right. branding. And then I needed the real, you know, I call it the grown up type, the grown up right. type of people to do um, graphic design, not right. my friend who's, you know, learned a little bit on their exactly. you know, iPhone, right. but the real deal. Yeah. And I didn't understand the words. I didn't understand how to communicate. I knew I was saying everything wrong, mm -hmm. but I fell on my face and fell on my face and fell on my face. And then it, now I look back and I'm like, look at that. There's yes. a website. Yes. There's a brand. There's a every day. Yeah. And what I think is interesting about what you just said is um, 
so often we get so frustrated, but you kept saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to find the best in this. I'm going to find the best in this. I'm going to invest in myself. And so instead of, like you said, using somebody down the street, maybe you're like, no, who's the best for this? Because I take my dream seriously and therefore I'm going to invest in my dream, which I think it's gone to show your website is beautiful. Your branding's amazing. Your book is amazing. And things are happening because you were willing and believed in yourself, which I think is huge. You know, um, thank you for that. But um, I will tell you that I think um, sometimes we want to begin with just to, to, to get started and and girl, like just move. I am such a fan of just move. But if yes. you're in a position where you can do it right, you will mm-hmm. end up spending so much more money to go back and correct what you did absolutely so wrong rather than hiring the right kind of people to take you um, to those next steps. And I'm going to also say, I felt like people were not taking me seriously either. Mm-hmm. And I had to get over that because they were like, okay, sure you are. You're going to do a little, uh-huh. so yeah, you know, so I had to have that belief internally. Like you don't know me, you don't know my soul, you don't know my spirit, you don't know my, the giant that is in me to make these things happen. I just need you to do your piece and I'm going to do my piece. Yes. Yes. That is so good. Gosh, I love that. Okay. So as people are listening, you seem so happy and joyful and you, and you are, but you have had some hardships. It's not like everything has been lollipops and sprinkles this whole time. So what if the hardships and the failures and the detours, frustrations that you've had, what have those looked like in your life? I've had, I've had a lot. In fact, the name of the book is Unstoppable Joy, Finding Pee in Your Pants Laughter When Life Makes You Want to Cry. Mm. Because throughout my life, I have, I have lost a child. I have mm. been raped and it's gone to a full jury trial. I have been through a divorce. I've had stage three cancer. I have, uh, we have struggled with um, substance abuse in my family. We have, um, my mother had a brain aneurysm and survived it. And I mm. had the the honor of taking care of her and, you know, helping her learn to eat and walk again. And she's amazing mm-hmm. today. And then in the middle of that historic million dollar year, I lost my sister to cancer. Mm-mm. So, um, wow. Wow. It that's has been devastating. Yeah. But I will tell you, I probably have one of the happiest lives mm-hmm. of most people I know, because yeah. the, I think when you choose to, when you have those kind of things happen in your life, you literally have a choice. I have a choice today. I can, I can let this dark hole of pain suck me in Yes, or I can choose some joy. Mm-hmm. And today is actually my sister's birthday. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I spent the morning crying and Aww. thinking about her. And then I got that out. I wallowed for a little bit. I yeah. gave myself permission to do it. Yes. And now, and now I go back to joy mm-hmm. because there is a point of pivot there was a point of a choice of joy. And, and I think it isn't just a choice of joy. It's a choice of moving, you know, like, yes. and sometimes it's a choice of bathe, you know, like girl, get up. Yes. Like, come on. Yes. So it's, it's just, it's that same thing of just move just that, that one next step, just move today. I love that. You know, the word joy, um, it's produced by the Holy spirit, you know, and it causes us to see the beauty of Christ in the world. Um, that that's hurtful in a world that's hard, you know? And so because you have Jesus, you know, you have joy and you're able to see like, this is not the end here. There is a 
better world, you know, and there is going to be hardships. And we're told that yours are devastating. I mean, as you were listing them off, I mean, I think one of those would, you know, bring me to my knees, much less all of them. But the fact, like, what a lesson for me and the listeners that like, wow, you're choosing unstoppable joy. What a great word to choose in front of joy. Mm -hmm. Unstoppable joy. I love that so much. Okay. So you are a big dreamer. So as you've written this book, what is your big dream, Dawn? Oh, uh, I just wrote it on paper (laughs) because I just gave myself permission to dream this goal. And that is not just a bestseller, but I wrote down 500,000, 500,000 books sold. Wow. And, but the secret stretch is to have a, sell a million books. Love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that is, that's the ultimate. And I'm like, I don't know how to sell, you know, I don't yes. know. Yeah. But that's it. That's the, that's the dream. Yeah. Gosh, mm-hmm. that's so good. And you know what? I was talking to on one of our other podcasts with Pastor Bill. He said, you know what? You're 50% of the way there when you can say it. So once you can say it now, you haven't sold, okay. you know, the a million. Yet. Yeah. But a million, you're like, okay, 500,000 <laughs> there to get it because we have to believe it first before we can let others people believe. I mean, if, you know, my little boy, he had a baseball game the other night and um, he's on a team that's rather good and we may not be the best player. And in fact, like of a team of 10, we might be number 10 at this point on the team. And, but he feels that. And so he went up to bat and it was like, he felt as if he was the worst on the team. Therefore Mm -hmm. he really was, he struck out. And it Mm -hmm. was one of those things that we said, Hank, you must believe in yourself first for anybody else to believe. And it's the same with us as adults. Like if you believe I will sell a million books as, as for me, I want to have the leading podcast for women. I want to be mm. the top book female speaker. When I say that, I'm halfway there. Now I've just got to get people to book me and listen to the podcast and all that stuff, but it will come the more we put into it and back to what you talked about, those, you know, daily doing something and just move. So I love that. Don, I love talking with you. I love dreaming with you. And I, I totally love the sound of your voice. It just makes people excited. So I just want to thank you for sharing. And um, what? tell us the name one more time of the book so those listening can find it and read it and get to know you better. Well, the book is not out yet. It okay. will be, but it is not out yet. It takes about 45 years to go through the <laughs> publishing process. Amen. So, yeah, um, I may have died by then, but it is... <laughs> It's coming, you guys. It is coming. In honor of, right? In honor of. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's called Unstoppable Joy, Finding Pee in Your Pants Laughter When Life Makes You Want to Cry. And it is a funny book. It's a collection of essays that I hope is just, it's a book written to to girlfriends around the world. Mm, I love it. Well, I love you and I love your heart. And I know our listeners just enjoyed learning from you. So thank you so much. And we'll have you back on again when you have sold your millionth book. We're going to say, hey, this is, this is her. This is who she is. If I can even get scheduled with you, you'll be so busy. <laughs> well, because you loved me when, yes. and you know, we loved each other when, you know, it's authentic. So, yes, so true. <laughs> thanks so for true. having me. All right. Love you, girl. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Sarah Noose, and I believe that you are destined for greatness. Do you have a dream inside of you? You think about wanting more out of life? Well, I have seen incredible life change happen 
all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to saranoose.com and sign up. There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you, have you join, and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place, and to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today, and remember, you are destined for greatness.